0: Last week, income inequality was at the top of the agenda for the annual conference of the International Monetary Fund. World leaders and the heads of our global financial systems were in total agreement that something must be done. But nobody seems to know exactly what that something involves, which seems to me to be a pointlessly vague approach to dealing with this problem. And It's hard to see how this problem is going to improve without moving away from our current doctrine of free market capitalism. The problem is that people who support this doctrine constantly argue that there's nothing wrong with it. A friend of mine is economically right-wing, and we always have arguments because my politics are well, he describes my politics as a no-good, limp-wristed guardianista who, when he's not trying to betray the traditions of this nation, is trying to replace the royal family with al-Qaeda and some gays but (laughs) I prefer the term left of centre because it's pithier now anyway my friend will often say things like Nish the free market is the best way to run our economy it's good for the people on the top it's good for the people on the bottom that's how it works Nish this is how it works the free market is a rising tide which will lift all boats a rising tide which will lift all boats that is a fact Now... not a fact! That's one interpretation of the last 50 years of economic history. Another is that the free market has widened the economic divide and created an environment where the richest 85 people from across the globe share a combined wealth of £1 trillion. That's as much as the poorest 3.5 billion people in the world. So if you're going to use a phrase like, a rising tide will lift all boats, you need to add something to that phrase. Something like, a rising tide will lift all boats, which is great, as long as you have a boat. <laughs> Because if you don't have a boat, you are going to drown. (laughs) And as a nation, we seem to be unsure if anything needs to be done at all. In a 2012 survey conducted by the Equality Trust, 72% of people surveyed agreed with the statement that wealth inequality makes Britain a divided society. But only 51% of the people surveyed thought that that was unfair. Now, my reaction to reading those statistics was a string of words that simply cannot be broadcast on Radio 4, (laughs) because that means that nearly half the population are okay with the status quo being a divided society. And trying to understand why this is is a complicated and difficult problem. But I blame Monopoly. I think Monopoly is entirely to blame for all of our economic problems. I think it is unbelievable that we allow children to play this game. First of all, it's called Monopoly. That is a financial crime. We have governmental bodies designed to prevent. There's no other games named after other financial crimes. There's no, like, embezzlement ball... (laughs) build your own Ponzi scheme. (laughs) Secondly, the worst thing that can happen to you on a Monopoly board is you land on the square that says income tax. I was playing Monopoly with my six-year-old cousin the other day and at one point he actually said out loud, oh no, I have to pay my tax. (laughs) (laughs) What kind of system are we encouraging? What happens when you go to jail in Monopoly? Nothing, as long as you can afford to bribe your way out. (laughs) And I'm not saying that we need to ban children from playing Monopoly. I just think that we might need to introduce some balance. I suggest adding a third category of cards. So instead of just chance and community chest, there's also a deck of cards labelled Consequence. And these cards might include things like this. Your hotels are vandalised by a group of youths who have had their community centre closed down due to governmental cutbacks. Pay £50,000. <laughs> you have to employ a private security service due to soaring crime rates, which have been caused by the underfunding of the police force and the long-term consequences of social divisions caused by the economic policies that have fueled your rise as a property mogul. Pay £250,000. <laughs> you fall in a crack in the road that has not been fixed due to underinvestment. You go to the local hospital, but it has been closed. Your foot falls off. <laughs> Please hop to go and collect £100. It would have been £200, but we've cut disability benefits. (laughs) Look, whilst undoubtedly being a fun game, the economic lessons of Monopoly are as useful as thinking cars are the same size as dogs. Increased economic inequality stunts growth and could leave us open to another financial crisis. We have to act now before we're all swept away by the rising tide. But while our leaders seem to have no clue about how to handle this situation, I think we can all agree that when it comes to economic inequality, we need to do... ..something. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, my name's Nish. Thank you very much. Good night.